Honestly, there are. I think I was like, I was a little snobby when quarantine started. I think I was a little snobby about like online shows. Yeah. And now that I've like done a few, I'm like, these are almost better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I can, I can see, sure. I can see missing a live audience. Sure. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, this hasn't been very different for most of my live shows in terms of attendance anyway. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as far as as far as improv and uh, generally uh, stab shows, uh, this is pretty on par. Roughly twenty four to ninety two hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. Good evening and welcome to Stab. Ask me about our all-new all-you-can-eat trout trough. But first, let's meet tonight's panelists. Uh, our first panelist, something something, mutter, trail off. He's a writer, performer, and musician. It's Eric Barger. Our second panelist once rolled their eyes so hard they could see their brains sigh. They're a stab show favorite. It's Melanie Ford. And our third panelist likes to make encouraging prank phone calls to customer service call centers. He's an incredible writer and improviser. It's Nick Pettigrew. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. I'm sorry, the trout trough was for a limited time only. Welcome to the stab show. The show that feels like sitting on a still warm toilet seat. Weird, confusing, and somehow comforting. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Eric. Hey there, buddy. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. I was going to ask you a similar question. So let's. How are you? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, I'm doing just fine uh as i was just telling nick uh i think in the pre-show not sure might have already said this but you know i've been doing a lot of puzzles i'm Ooh. listening to the the red wall series right now on uh, on audiobook which okay. you know is half really gruesome and half very clearly a children's book yes uh, <laughs> okay. so, uh been a weird time all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, a wonderful combination of uh, 11 months in. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did our, uh, well, we, I, uh, we did a, a, a puzzle stream on Monday. <laughs> like a legit jigsaw puzzle? Legit jigsaw dollar store 300 piece puzzle. Uh, <laughs> oh, I cannot imagine that. I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of thought so too, but at the same time, <laughs> we'd been threatening it for a while, and it, it was it was soothing. It was nice. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> Got into it. It was fun. Um, and you're not invited. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Honestly, I would I I would watch it if yeah. you um, forced me to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're hitting all the right points. Uh, it is still available to watch uh, YouTube, Facebook, and, and Twitch. You can see the archives. It's there. I finished it in like two hours and 38 minutes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. Uh, well, thank you, Eric. Um, glad you're thank doing you. all right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> that, that is all we can hope for, uh, frankly. <clears throat> Melanie, hey there. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good, actually. Oh, okay. I right. I I quit my job. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Uh, yeah that temporary seasonal position that had spilled over into February. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they started to bring me on permanently, oh. and then uh, a middle-aged man talked down to me, and I was like, I can't take it anymore, <laughs> and so I quit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's that's good because it was the job was living on borrowed time anyway. You you, yeah. you hadn't planned on being there that long, so 
Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make a bunch of money and then get left alone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> isn't that... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what we all just want? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, you just, you explained um, <laughs> just the model for how I want to, want my, my latter years to be here. <laughs> I just want to make a bunch of money and be left alone. Oh. <laughs> I, that's the, that's the truest, like, sigh of relief I've ever felt. Just the thought of, oh, man. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you had that to take care of you through the uh, through the uh, the holiday season. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, maybe you just you made a scene so you could get get fired and then get the good that sweet sweet unemployment. Uh. Uh, I tried. Oh. I tried to get fired. They would not fire me. They needed me too badly, and I was just like, I don't. I don't need you bad enough. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's good to be in that position that you could do that. So yeah. good, good for you. Thank uh, you. Don't let some middle-aged man talk down to you, kitten. <laughs> oh, I'm a middle-aged man. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, she's quit the show. <laughs> oh well, welcome, Melanie. Always glad to have you. <clears throat> Thank you. And Nick Pettigrew. Hey, hey there. Hey. hey. We've got a couple Angelinos tonight. Yeah. Yeah. You and Eric. <laughs> you and Eric down there still in LA. Good for that. Yeah, toughing it out. Yeah. <laughs> Epicenter of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it hadn't been going very well down there, no. No, it's not. Yeah. So, I I hesitate to ask. Uh, <laughs> how are you? How are you doing, uh, Nick? You know, I'm doing actually better. Okay. Than I thought I would be. Yeah. Uh, I'm constantly surprising my therapist, which <laughs> is nice. Always throwing her a curveball or two. Um. <laughs> My kid took like a, a real solid dump today in the mm. potty, which nice. is like big progress. Like I didn't have to tell him to do it or anything. He just felt like it was time, pulled his pants and underwear down, and then walked over to the toilet to sure. poop. Yeah. <laughs> so we're a little bit out of order there, but we're going to get it. No, no. I, <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a power move. That's a strong, <laughs> it's a strong signal. Just anytime you're ready, you just drop trowel and then you duck walk to the bathroom so everybody knows what's going on and who's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it is time to unfurl a nice ropey turn, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. Oh, couldn't we? Couldn't we all use a nice solid movement? <laughs> I mean, what more is there than make a bunch of money, be left alone, and have a regular, <laughs> just punishing <laughs> bowl visits? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you call going to the bathroom? Bowl visits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every morning I start with a big bowl game. <laughs> the poopy bowl. <laughs> yeah. I name them after all whatever chips I had the, the previous day. <laughs> These are the Ruffles Sour Cream and Cheddar Bowl. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we are well on our way. Um, and so far... Michelle only counts two cancelable offenses so far, so I'm doing okay. <laughs> Let's get the program started, shall we? Oh, God. Hey! Show's starting proper. Segment one! That's how you know the show's begun. I made a rhyme, didn't mean to, I am crushing it, ha ha ha. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> reorganization, segment one. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Over the last 11 months, 
good days for a lot of people have been few and far between, as evidenced by the <laughs> variety of opening answers. Um, which is why I'm just going to take this opportunity to wish everybody out there that needs to hear it a hoggle! Have a good one. Have a good one. Uh, I'm going to assume that also goes for the panel, but I don't know. They might not be as nice as I am. Uh, in, in fact, forget them wishing you a you wishing you to have a good one. Instead, let's hear what else H A G O might stand for or represent to them. Eric, yes. Let's hear your hoggle. H A G O. All right. <laughs> Coming soon to Fox. If you like shows like Wipeout, American Ninja Warrior, or those weird Japanese shows where they cover you in lube and make you climb upstairs, then you're gonna love Hot Go! Otherwise known as the Home Alone Gaming Organization. <laughs> That's right, Kevin Malone, main character of the Home Alone film franchise, has been keeping been busy since dealing with the wet bandits <laughs> and and now that he's kept his family safe he's turned his energy into creating a 10 mile obstacle course based off of his knowledge on how to hurt people featuring such obstacles as the podiatrist <laughs> a regulation sized nba basketball court covered in tar that ends with a minefield full of upwards facing nails <laughs> or if that doesn't work for you, try the micro ma oh my spleen! <laughs> A series of platforms covered in micro machines. But be careful, don't fall off, or you'll face a 30-foot drop into a pool of loose, jagged Christmas ornaments. <laughs> Whoever makes it through will have the opportunity to win one hundred thousand dollars. But to win the grand prize, they'll have to make it up the bowling ball stairs. <laughs> try to make it up the stairs while bowling balls are being hurled at you by the American Gladiators! <laughs> we do lube you up like those weird Japanese game shows. Hosted by an actually talented working comedian who will be fired after one season, it's John Cena! The Home Alone Gaming Organization. Ha! Go! Coming soon to Fox! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thank you, Eric, uh, <laughs> for that thrilling and terrifying uh, <laughs> idea for a show that is only <laughs> realistically weeks from being greenlit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and don't forget John Cena has to be in everything now. I've noticed that as well. <laughs> He's in everything. I mean, he's the new he wipeout, right? He, yeah, exactly. Oh, all right. <laughs> Good times. Um, oh, I assume Senior Silly Pants is being manned by Molly, because otherwise you throwing that many uh, crying laughing emotes at your own uh, response <laughs> would have been a little too okay. much for me. <laughs> it's all about self-love these days. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, Melanie. You're in for an entire night of challenge to be following that energy all night. <laughs> oh. uh, but, yeah. but I believe in you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I'm going to uh, immediately uh, shine some... Uh, I, I, I don't know what... I, I'm, I'm going to suck the energy out of the room. That's what, what I'm trying to say. Uh, because I want to use my platform on stab today to talk about something very important and very sad something that has happened since the stab props were sent out mm. listeners of stab present and future we have lost a very important figure to the legacy of white men filling the vapid air of our meaningless lives with their aged like gas station sushi opinions <laughs> and without this man we may not have podcasts today and without podcasts where would i be telling jokes to friends Pathetic. We have lost the example of the only kind of Sacramento export, someone extremely divisive that none of us would like to take credit for, even if we do secretly or not so secretly enjoy his work. And before you get worried, it's okay. Hobo Johnson is fine. 
As of February 17th, 2021, there is a hole in the landscape of American discourse, one we will probably never recover from, though Jesus Christ, I wish we would. A hole in the shape of celebrating people dying of AIDS, issuing a superficial apology for doing so, and then continuing to be extremely homophobic in all the same ways that made mocking dying AIDS patients tasteless in the first place, all while being an adulterous molesty skis. Mm -hmm. And in our time of collective grief, I invite you to Hago. Have a gay orgasm because Rush Limbaugh's fucking dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck you. I see you by time. Oh, man. You said that was going to be less energetic. No. <laughs> oh, oh. Got the two Sorry, music Go on. It, it's similar to how you might do it normally or otherwise, um, but uh, you know, there's there's a, there's a very specific twist. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Melanie. Oh, so good. Uh, I'm glad we got our our celebration um, of uh, <laughs> of yesterday's news in early. Um, maybe early and often. You know what? Can't be enough. Um, and Nick, let's uh, wrap up the first segment already. Oh well, uh, <laughs> let's put a bow on reorganization. H O or H H A G O. Okay. Before I start, can you hear my wife click clacking in the background? No. <laughs> No. You stopped, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, <clears throat> well met, brave adventurer. I see that you are in need of a mighty sword and shield to fell the vile Hydra. I, Hephaestus, god of blacksmithing, shall craft these things for you with such immaculate quality. Never mind any negative reviews you saw on Yelp. Hephaestus uses only the finest of steels forged from Mount Olympus, not as some reviews allege substandard Chinese steel. Give me only five business days and I shall create for you a weapon that could trim the very beard of Zeus. And if that's not fast enough of a turnaround, Perseus, you can always go to another god of blacksmithing. I mean, a two-star review for that? Ridiculous! All of my products are Hago certified, which means Hephaestus always guarantees orders while under warranty. So go forth with confidence, brave warrior, and please leave a five-star review on Yelp. <laughs> Two stars, that is unreasonable. <laughs> five business days. That's not too much to add. <laughs> Oh, reorganization, H-A-G-O. Thank you, everybody. Um, the three answers could scarcely be more different, and that's exactly why I love the hell out of tonight's lineup. <laughs> All right, that gets us into segment two. It's bathroom wall. We haven't done bathroom wall in a bit. Trotting it back out. Uh, alone to think... In a place you wish you never had to sit. The public bathroom stall really gives folk time to think about how they got to where they are in their lives. Give that person a sharpie or a knife and unlimited time to their unspoiled canvas. And you get a lot of truth expressed in the most delicate of life circumstances. So then, taking the role of a visitor to this particular bathroom, give me three items each that you might find carved, drawn, scribbled, on the bathroom walls of capitalism, if the greater concept of capitalism had a bathroom, <laughs> what would you find doodled on the stall walls or, you know, throughout? Um, so one at a time, we'll go around the horn. One, 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 two, 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 three, three, three. Eric, what is your first item on the bathroom walls of capitalism? All right. <clears throat> For a good time, call Papa's number, and he'll give you a million-dollar startup loan you'll later say you worked hard to earn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Sorry, I was distracted. Well done. Um, 
Melanie, item one from you found on the walls of capitalism's bathroom. Uh, it's like a phone number, and then under it says, call this number to buy a politician if you are poor. (laughs) (laughs) Nick! (laughs) What's your first piece on the bathroom walls of capitalism? Uh, It's actually, um, it's a device. There's a a card reader and a dollar slot next to the toilet roll, because shitting's free, but wiping is going to cost you. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that is exactly how they get you. <laughs> uh, Eric, item two, capitalism bathroom. All right. Now, I don't know if you've been to a lot of public bathrooms, but a lot of times they will have a little poem or a little song about what they're doing in the bathroom, mm-hmm. which is why in this capitalism bathroom there is written... Hey, yeah, I want to poop, baby, poop, poop, day, whoop, poop, day, whoop, poop, day, whoop, day, whoop, day, whoop, poop, day, whoop, poop, day, whoop, poop, day, whoop, day, whoop, here I go, here I go, here I go again, who runs the white man? Okay, then, chilling, chilling, promoting my business, hurting my employees and fucking my mistress, I swear, I swear, Epstein's the witness, they say he killed himself, but I definitely did this, so I gotta get back to hurting marginalized groups. But right now I gotta poop, poop, there, whoop, poop, there, whoop, poop, there, whoop, there, whoop. God damn, they left a whole demo tape in there. <laughs> yeah, they're really, and that's carved. <laughs> Just in those jagged letters <laughs> that you only find <laughs> that you only find in public bathrooms and public school, uh, public high school desks. Uh, <laughs> All right, Melanie, <laughs> item two. Yeah, there's actually a lot of really creative people that use capitalism's bathroom True. because right next to it is just a surprisingly well-executed drawing of Karl Marx sucking a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to imagine these are all in one stall, not the whole bank. This is just, <laughs> just the one. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Nick. Item two from you. Uh, there's a, a flyer on the wall that reads, want to be a job creator for disadvantaged people? Then step aboard Epstein's Lolita Express. Contact <laughs> info below. And all the strips have been torn off. Sure. <laughs> sure. Man. Epstein just taking a beating in this segment. <laughs> 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 so much for the tolerant left. Uh, all right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing tonight. Uh, <laughs> Eric, let's hear <laughs> item three on the bathroom walls of capitalism. All right, this one ends with a visual aid, mm. just to demonstrate my point. <clears throat> item number three, written on the capitalism bathroom wall. Money is a construct made up in order to decide who and who does not have value. Obviously, in early society, when a barter system became an impractical way to run an economy, money was a useful concept to demonstrate how much your work was worth. But as time went on and society expanded, money became a tool used to separate people into a class system. The people on top want to ensure that the people below them never reach their threshold because it makes them feel powerful. And it's become such a symbol of status that companies like Amazon and Lyft and McDonald's will value making a dollar over the welfare of the employees just to keep their subordinates working the way that they want them to, i.e. maintaining hive mind. And money isn't even a tangible thing anymore. We've just come a set of numbers that dictate your status. Work hard enough, then we can rise up and become a part of the rich elite, but we're set up in a system that is designed to never allow you to break through as for how hard you try, and we're tired of it. The individuals don't need to work harder. The people making rules need to fundamentally change the way our world is run. Otherwise, we will have no choice but to rise up and start fighting a class war just to feel equal, which is over with you sucks chodes. <laughs> Yeah, how'd this jackass get in this bathroom? You sucks chodes! <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm glad it was with an X, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Uh, Melanie, your, your final piece on the capitalism bathroom walls. 
do you want to make a bunch of money and get left alone? <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> oh, but I do. That's all I want. <laughs> all righty, Nick. Let's wrap up segment two with your third piece on the bathroom walls of capitalism. It's just a it's a sticker on a pipe leading from the toilet that reads trickle down economics <laughs> because this bathroom was designed by a political cartoonist. <laughs> <laughs> so many labels on things. <laughs> just drawing your eye. Understand the flow of this joke. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that segment two, bathroom walls. Let's get on then to segment three. It's sell it on Craigslist. Speaking of capitalism, um, <laughs> I mean it's a form. Um, it's time to lighten your load, free yourself from your extra stuff. The only way that the internet knows how by posting an ad on Craigslist, inviting whatever weirdo finds it to where you sleep at night, or if you're smart, the nearest Walmart or McDonald's parking lot to make the exchange. Give us your Craigslist postings for the following things. Eric James Barger, I... <laughs> Let's hear your Craigslist posting for hella sick scooter skills. All right. <laughs> this one also has a visual aid just right. to demonstrate exactly how this is written so you can fully understand. Sup, everyone. It's me, Pound. You know, the orange monster from the movie Space Jam. So, so here's the story, LOL. So since the movie, me and my brothers have been running more on LOL. We kind of have the Looney Tunes help out sometimes, but mostly we run the park now. Buckkiss totally thinks Tweedbird is hot, LOL. Ha ha, OMG, he told me not to write that, LOL. So Avi, so Avi at the end of the movie, Michael made us give back our talent to the basketball players because he said it was the right thing to do. Barf emoji. Uh, but we have this effing basketball that steals people's talent. LOL. We were like, okay, what do we do with this basketball? And we were looking at TikTok and saw these guys that were doing sick ass scooter tricks that were fire emoji, fire emoji, a hundred emoji. And we were like, okay, let's steal their talent. And we were all like, hey, Bupkiss, maybe you could impress Tweety Bird. LOL, LOL, LOL. OMG, he tried to get me to delete that. Ha 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 ha. So we went to the Santa Monica boardwalk and all these guys were there doing six scooter tricks up in people's wearing no mask, which was 100 emoji. So just a movie. And no, I'm not making this up. We turned into slime and slid up their shorts to steal their talent. We, we sucked up their talent into our basketball, but we accidentally sucked one guy too many parentheses. LOL. That's what she said. And now we can't use the basketball again until after we give this talent away, LOL. So basically, if you come to Moron Mountain, we will give you the scooter skills. Here's a pic to prove that we still have the basketball. Kind of blurry, but I promise it's 100 emoji, LOL. Respond to this ad or email my dad at mrschwackhammer at hotmail.com. All caps. Also, if anybody has Tweety Bird's number, tell Bupkiss. LOL, 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 <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Uh, and yeah, as uh, as it looks like Molly, Molly said, we have all been wondering what the Monstars have been up to. So... <laughs> So it's good to get that update. Uh, <laughs> sucking up them skills. All right. Uh, second Craigslist ad. That's where we are. Oh, Melanie. <laughs> Let's hear your. Oh yeah. Let's hear your Craigslist ad for a glamour shot style photo shoot for the buyer and their fur babies. For $75, I will take standard portraits of you and your sleek, sexy pet. And then after, I'll take some artistic shots of your sleek, sexy pet. 
I'm building my portfolio. <laughs> I'm building my portfolio to become the Terry Richardson of pet photography. And your fur baby would be a daring addition to my vault. How am I the up and coming Terry Richardson of pet photography? You might be asking. Well, I take photographs that are in your face, simple yet daring, that really focus on the emotions of my subjects. <clears throat> yes, that's it. It's not the Me Too stuff at all. Once the glamour <laughs> shots of you and your pet for your apartment are out of the way, it's important that I take the majority of the pictures with Fluffy without your presence. I must be alone with my subjects to truly capture their essence and definitely not to do any weird sex shit. Some of them may be nipple shots. <laughs> Even butthole shots. <laughs> but it's not pornographic if it's art, and I'm not predatory if I'm an artist. Please send all inquiries to photo at shadedawson.com. Damn. <laughs> oh, thank you, Melanie. <laughs> Selling a package of Glamour Shot style photo shoot for the buyer and their fur babies. Uh, just like you know, three quarters of it, you need to sit in your car outside. Uh, <laughs> and Nick, let's wrap up selling it on Craigslist. Ah, uh, yes. Um, you are selling this dumb ring that just flew up to you, still covered in alien blood and shit. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to sell this weird, this weird green ring for $100 or best offer. I was coming out of my CrossFit gym, and no, I wasn't wearing a mask because I'm not some fucking COVID cuck, bro, all right? Anyways, all of a sudden, this ring comes flying up out of nowhere, and at first, I thought I was having some weird workout high, like Joe like Joe Rogan's always talking about, but then the ring was all like, Doug Kubley, you have been chosen, which pissed me off, all right, because everybody calls me Doug the Dong. Anyways, the ring says I have the ability to overcome great fear. And like, no shit, because like, why else do I wear these no fear t-shirts? I mean, for the pussy. But also because fear is a mentality, and I'm like way stronger than mentals. Anyways, the ring keeps trying to get on my finger, and that's a no-go. Because the dong has got an un <laughs> sorry, because the dong is an untamed stallion, bro. It's like my dad always said. Don't be like me, dong. No commitments and no condoms. My dad was a fucking legend. But then he got like prostate cancer and he was hella lame. Anyways, this ring is like fucking following me everywhere and I need it gonzo, all right? So it's hard to contact me since Parlor went down, but if you hang out in front of a GNC, I'll be there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the guardians get it wrong. Uh, <laughs> you are the we the ring wielder dong. All right, <laughs> that's sell it on Craigslist. Oh, so good. Um, that brings us all the way to segment four. We're chugging along at a nice, easy pace. Uh, segment four: dating profile. <laughs> Feels like we just had a couple. Uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day was just last Sunday, and maybe that went well for some, but for others it was just another reminder that their respective parts haven't been seen by another human being in longer than they'd like to think about. So, put yourself out there to be seen with a personal's ad, and maybe, just maybe, connect with another living creature out in the cold, uncaring world. Show us how you do it by writing a dating profile for the following people, places, or things. So... Let's hear the dating profiles, uh, starting with Eric. Uh, let's, let's hear the dating profile for that shopping cart full of clearance Valentine's candy by the grocery store entrance. Hello? I'm the clearance candy cart at route. I've never made a dating profile before, so I'm pretty nervous. But here we go, okay? Okay, here we go. I'm going to answer these questions here on the questionnaire. Okay. Okay, so question one. Describe what you would want in a partner. Anyone! Anybody! Oh, okay. Okay, question... Question two, what positive attributes do you think you would bring to a relationship? Nothing! 
a question to him and go, what are your religious beliefs? God doesn't exist! <laughs> because if he existed, he would never let me exist! He would never let me exist! <laughs> oh, God! doing with your leisure time sitting and wishing I could die <laughs> but I can't die I can't die I can't I've tried I've tried I pulled myself in front of a car in the Ralph's parking lot and they hit and it hit me and you know what those sadistic fucks that Ralph did they picked up all my pieces and put me together like some fucking disgusting Frankenstein fuck! <laughs> and they just lowered my price a dollar! <laughs> Question five. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Question number five. Mm -hmm. How happy are you with your physical appearance? How happy would you be if you looked like the circus took a shit on a piece of taffy? <laughs> you'd probably do what I did, and you'd find a way to get out on, us on the sidewalk during a summer solstice and wait for the sun's rays to beat down on you as you relate. <laughs> wait for the sweet release of death. <laughs> but the sugar in me is so synthetic that I can't melt. <laughs> Oh, you know, back to question one. What do I want in a partner? I'm looking for somebody to take me home. Don't even take me out of the bag. Just smash me with a hammer. Cover me in lighter fluid. Light a match and wait for the blazes to send me to the depths of hell where I belong. <laughs> or if you want to go on a date, find me on my socials. I only have LinkedIn. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, first, thank you, Eric, <laughs> for that dating profile from that shopping cart full of clearance Valentine's candy by the grocery store entrance. And two, just the entire time, uh, I couldn't help <laughs> but just think of your neighbors. Uh <laughs> <laughs> The guy next door just yelled for somebody to kill him for like five <laughs> minutes. What is going on? You're going to get a wellness check before the show's over. <laughs> there's literally, there's a wall to my right and then there is a baby. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wait. Do you live next door to Nick? What's going on? <laughs> no, that's a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, just, right. just shoots those pants down to his ankles to let everybody know. Um, <laughs> well, thank you, Eric. Whew. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Much more whimsical coming up. Much more whimsical. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, <laughs> let's hear your dating profile for finger guns. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy hand gestures seeking a bisexual who will over-rely on me as a personality trait until everyone around us is sick of us. I like being ironically shot by uncomfortable millennials, and I dislike being unironically shot by Gen X business chads who just sealed the deal. Let's over-punctuate sentences where we talk about your unending traumas in a crumbling society together. Pya! Pya, 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 pya. Uh, all right. Not as whimsical as I thought. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Melanie. Oh, see, <clears throat> Finger Gun's desire to be killed was much more underlying. <laughs> they don't just scream it like a shopping cart full of old candy. <laughs> thank you, Melanie. And, oh, oh boy, this was the first thing I wrote for this show. Uh <laughs> It just came, just fully formed. Nick, let's hear your dating profile for a Zune full of new metal. 
Hey, ladies, get up, come on, get down with this Zoom full of new metal. A little bit about me. Well, some people say that I'm mad corny, but I'm really just a freak on a leash. And I got to have faith because I'm looking for a lady who does it all for the nookie. I've tried other dating sites and this is my last resort. Legit, I know I'm dope as hell and I stand alone that's a that's a godsmack deep cup anyways so all you females can scrap over me and let the bodies hit the floor let the bodies hit the floor let the bodies hit the floor anyways uh, i know some females are worried about a dude being there for them but i'm a zoom baby so i'm gonna keep rolling 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 oh there it is There were many great things to take away from that. The one that I took away <laughs> most uh, specifically <laughs> was that a Zune full of new metal absolutely would use the word females that much. <laughs> that, was, that was exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and that brings us all ready to segment five. I know, everybody. I know. I know. But you know what? We do stuff seven days a week, so just come here and watch those, and it'll almost be like the show never ended. StabComedyTheater.com for the full calendar of events. All right, segment five. It's new fall lineup time. With so many streaming outlets out there right now, it's downright insulting that Crackle hasn't picked us up yet. Also, <laughs> there's so many places looking for programming that it's up to you to fill their airwaves with that sweet, sweet binge-worthy content. So, give me your rundown of the following new TV series randomly generated by the many wonderful random title generators at 7thSanctum.com. Uh, for your writing prompt, random generators, 7thSanctum.com. We're not getting paid for this. Why am I doing it? Um, <clears throat> Eric, let's hear your pitch for new TV series, Motorcycle University. All right. Coming soon to MTV On Demand, Motorcycle, a series about battling adversity in a prejudiced world. Harley, a young motorcycle, fights to attend a world that doesn't want to accept who he is. Now, Mr. Harley, I'm the dean of this university. Now, what exactly is it you think that makes... Uh, what? Now, what exactly is it that makes you think your kind should attend my university? Mm. I see. It just seems that perhaps you might have trouble fitting in. One slip up, and that's all it'll take, and you'll be gone. <laughs> Motorcycle University, a story of hardship. Hey, what's up, Spinner? <laughs> spinner, get it? Because you spin. <laughs> Good one, Tyler. Thanks, Antoine. <laughs> Who the hell did you say? Come on, Antoine, let's beat his ass! <laughs> Featuring a guest appearance that you'll never expect. Hey, are you okay? Don't worry. They treated me the same when I got here. <laughs> the name's Lightning. <laughs> Harley? Wow. That's a really great name. <laughs> Lightning McQueen, as himself, in the first inter-vehicle relayer shown on a major network. Why are we doing this? <laughs> oh! Ka-chow! 
Motorcycle University coming this fall to MTV. Oh. Followed by a new episode of Go with John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I can I yell loud? Can you turn this up so I can yell loud enough to apologize to the baby next door? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I've had three things that either end in or are entirely screaming. Yeah, that's all right. I would expect nothing less. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Thank you for your rundown of Motorcycle University. Oh, so touching. <laughs> so much indomitable spirit. Um, Eric, <laughs> how can folk enjoy yeah. Eric Barger outside of the confines of this episode of The Stab Show? Uh, well, Jesse, much like any uh, social media connoisseur, every single one of my social medias is a different name. Sure. So uh, <laughs> you can find me on uh, Instagram at it electric, not it's electric. Mm. Uh, that's I've tried and uh, they won't they they don't want to give it to me. Um uh, I have a TikTok now at no. Eric James Barger, I, so I hate myself for that. But most importantly, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Spotify under the artist name EJB1. Uh, I have a, a 10 song album out called Party Animal, parentheses, party songs by a guy you don't want at your party. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, very fun. I've been working on it for a very long time. So uh, if you're going to. Do if you're gonna look at anything I have, please <laughs> go to that. Yeah, uh, and it's all it's on all streaming platforms. But nice, it's on Spotify. Uh, That's the first thing. Molly, if you'd like, feel free to drop the drop the link over there in the chat. I was gonna ask if you didn't get to it. Yeah, uh, last time you were here, you you threatened you were about to drop the album, and it's done being dropped. So that's awesome. Um, <laughs> people can go enjoy that on Spotify. EJB one. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Oh, and I'll do a, a, speaking of Molly, I'll just do a quick oh, sure. little plug since I'm going to be in this show. Uh, my girlfriend my and uh, very talented partner Molly Doan is hosting a show on Saturday here on Stab called Molly Party. Uh, and she'll be doing a character. I will be doing a song and we have a bunch of other really talented people doing characters and bits and stuff. Uh, so check out Stab Comedy. <laughs> Please do. No. <laughs> Super looking forward to Molly Party. That's going to be lots and lots of fun. Uh, thank you, Eric. Thank Melanie you. Ford, let's hear your rundown for the new show titled Wonder Fighters. Magical Girl Anime meets the 1960s boxing scene. Wonder Fighters follows the careers of a series of burly American boxers who have Magical Girl transition scenes before beating the absolute dog meat out of each other. It's not transmisogynistic because they don't transform into little dresses that contrast their big meaty builds. They just transform into their boxing shorts and gloves after being shrouded in white ribbons. It's more homoerotic than anything, which will really secure the teenage girls who get mocked for whatever they like anyway, so fuck it, let's go full camp demographic. Look, okay, my choices for this one were like this or Wonder Fighters, like the kid from the movie Wonder with the face, and I just felt better about this one, but not by much. Thursdays at 8 on NBC. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie. <laughs> it's either that or following a grown-up Fred Savage. Uh, <laughs> that that it it all went wrong after uh, Winnie just uh, rejected all of his advances. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you, Melanie. Uh, how can folk enjoy Melanie Ford out in the worlds? Yeah, so I'm on. Uh, I, I'm also on TikTok as as Malagna. You just think baloney, but with an M. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's similar on Instagram, except the first O, the one of the O's is a zero. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like I wanted, I want to do shows again now that I have my my nights again. So uh, I'll, I'll be around. I'll nice. definitely be around. All right. Well, yeah. I will bother you some more then. Um, <clears throat> great to have you as always, Melanie. Uh, <clears throat> Nick. Um, aside from you know. 
celebratory laps around the li- uh, the living room for for <laughs> for strong movements. Um, <laughs> how else can people enjoy Nick Pettigrew out in the wastes? Uh, I mean, like, um, I guess I'm on Twitter. Uh, probably like N at N Pettigrew, I think. Okay. And uh, I haven't like streamed in a while, but sometimes I'm on Twitch, uh, and sometimes I take pictures on Instagram. I think I don't know. Google me, and shit will come up, and it'll be for like more famous and interesting Nick Pettigrews. But if you get to like the third page, I'm there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> page three Pettigrew. That's what we call him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Always so great to have you. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up. Segment five, new fall lineup. What is your rundown for the new TV series, Mindbusters? Okay. Watch this special collaboration between mind freak Chris Angel and Mythbuster Jamie Heineman <laughs> as they dive deep into the buttfuck crazy world of QAnon conspiracies. Every week, the mind freak and the mustache geek try to sympathetically explain to QAnon supporters how they've bought into a series of lies and cons with the help of detailed scientific experiments, sick as hell illusions, and very simple, colorful presentations. Like a few words, a lot of pictures, and at the end, Chris Angel swallows a fucking razor blade. Crazy, right? (laughs) It's mind busters. Uh, How else could that have gone? Thank you, Nick. And stab is over. Thank you all for joining us this evening. And one more time for tonight's amazing panel. Eric Barger, Melanie Ford, and Nick Pettigrew. If you enjoyed what you heard tonight, then hold on to your ear pants. Because there's 254 more episodes, very similar to this one, available wherever you get your podcasts. Be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. And if you'd like to catch these episodes live as they happen, all you have to do is set some kind of alarm for Thursday nights at 8 p.m. and clickety-click your way over to Stab Comedy Theater TV. And that's all the time we've got for tonight. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and until next time, remember, a robot dune buggy and its pet helicopter live on Mars now. Good night. (laughs) Ha ha ha!